partakes of a cult kid. Check out frankietees.substack.com for more information. Welcome to Hot Takes of a Cold Kid. I'm your host, Frankie Tees. This week, we're going to talk about Lodge 49, the TV show that aired in 18 and 19. It's come across my desk because of the topic of cults and Long Beach, where I'm from. This is a spoiler alert. If you haven't seen the show, some things will be ruined and we're going to discuss them here. So FYI. From imdb.com, the show stars Wyatt Russell and Brett Jennings. Dud finds himself deposited by fate at the doorstep of Lodge 49, a dusty fraternal order that offers cheap beer and strange alchemical philosophies. It's the winner of the 2019 Satellite Award for Best TV Series, Comedy, or Musical. So, let me describe it. Wyatt Russell plays the main character, Dud, Born and raised in Long Beach, California, a 20-something redhead who opens the show by using his metal detector along the shores of the beach at Ocean Boulevard, with the docks of Long Beach and the Queen Mary in the backdrop to comfort us. Dud finds a ring, tries to pawn it unsuccessfully, and he learns of the secret order of links at that time and pockets the ring for future reference. A note that Wyatt Russell is the son of Kurt Russell, the Hollywood icon of the 70s. And co-star Brent Jennings plays Ernie Fontaine, the corporate toilet road sales guy who drives a Cadillac. Ernie becomes a mentor to Dud, who lost his pool cleaning dad recently at the beginning of the show. The writer-creator Jim Gavin, the seventh, uh, says from bt.com forward TV, by Alex Fletch, August 2022, says he wrote this concept as a writing sample to get hired on another show. He then kept meeting the right people, including Paul Giamatti, who guests and executive produces the show, and the guys from AMC. He says, Lodge 49 is very personal and many aspects are about my life, jobs I've had, places I've lived, and people I've known. The show Lodge 49 was a very slow burn. He says, I've always been obsessed with secret societies and fraternal orders. He goes on, there are two aspects to it, the weird and occult traditions that can get as wild and crazy as you want, the history of alchemy, all that stuff, these mysterious rabbit holes you fall down, and then the mundane aspects, a Freemason who sells insurance in the daytime, and he suddenly enters this place and becomes a knight. You get this weird world colliding with normal, regular people. I think that in ordinary life, there is something extraordinary happening within it, and a lodge and these secret fraternal orders, they're a mystery. And we all miss a bit of mystery in our lives. That's the one driving force of the show. It's nice to dig a little deeper and find there's something else. He says about representing Long Beach, getting that world right was very important to me. In some senses, it's a mundane world, but one of the goals of the show was to infuse that world with its own sense of grandeur. I hoped people would want to hang out at the donut shop with Dud or hang out at the lodge. For the music, he says, we wanted a cohesive psych garage, beachy, sun-drenched world. Music from Broadband was especially important, a UK band with a fandom, Jim Gavin's favorite. 
He says, not being renewed for season three, a lot of music I love is bands who get passed over at the time. I'm okay with living in that space. Lodge 49 aired on AMC and in the UK on BT TV in 2018-2019. It recently was on Hulu. He shows in the story a connection to the UK Lodge, the Founding Links Lodge, number one, and in the history of lodges with links, he clearly, the writer, has an affinity for the UK culture, and he wove it in with the music. I didn't realize that until reading this BT.com article. I streamed the two seasons, which originally aired on EMC in 2018 and 19 on Hulu, and that ended last month. Why am I talking about it? It's about cults. And I love it as a Long Beach City native. First, it's a fun, mysterious story, which entices people into the cult, too. That's shown really well. The fun part, the part about cults that doesn't hurt. But even in this whimsical comedy about a secret society lodge in Long Beach, Jim Gavin accurately weaves in money laundering discovered after Larry's death. Yeah, that's about right. On a side note, the cult I went to um, as a young person called Morningland on 7th and Molino was run by an eccentric woman, a so-called spiritual master. And one day she brought me into her private office and turned around mid-sentence, opened a book and took a stack of $20 bills out of the pages and handed it to me. So yeah, stuff like this is in fact happening in Long Beach. The show's hilarious cast meanders through Long Beach life with its large, abandoned buildings, unkept oil pumps, and huge and magical beachfront. The shots are all places residents of the metropolitan city will recognize, and it is locally filmed. Record stores, donut shops, pool supply stores, and pawn shops. Yep. Jim's take on the struggle of the average worker living in Long Beach is hilarious with realistic characters such as the poetic dishwasher philosopher and Dud's sister Liz, the cocktail waitress, as a sports bar ripping a real page from the college town, probably the Belmont Shore area. Very hilarious. The show is a beacon of hope that a network like AMC would take a chance even on two seasons. The exploration of the Lodge 49 interior is also incredibly akin to the Long Beach cult on 7th and Molino that's been there 50 years now. They boast teachings of the Far East, healing, mysticism, access to unseen worlds, and a community of spiritual mysticism, but whose temple is actually a scam robbing people of time, energy, and money. The TV show Lodge 49 lets us hope that not all secret societies are abhorrent child-abusing sex cults, that not all fraternities are entrenched by white race power supremacists, that maybe alchemy rules do apply, and that maybe there's another way to live a more fulfilling life right here, right now. Hey, a girl can dream. If you get a chance to see Lodge 49, do check it out. We can still hope for another season three, though we won't hold our collective Long Beach breath. The Ode to Long Beach favorite stuff, like the book Dune in the background in some scenes, the Frank Herbert book, or the book of Urantia in the alchemy scenes, the Lodge 
member entombed in the old building. That's actually happening at Morningland at 7th and Molino. That happened in 2003. They buried her under an altar. The walking on the waterfront on ocean, the working two jobs, the payday loans, the regular Joe business owner, and so many more. This stuff was amazing. So thanks, Jim Gavin, for writing this show. And thanks for listening to Hot Takes of a Cult Kid. Keep critical thinking. Hot Takes of a Cult Kid. Check out frankietees.substack.com for more information.